Hello and welcome to Permanently Resident, a podcast about the ups and downs of living abroad. My name is Robin, I'm from Brighton, England, and I'm living in San Leandro, California. Hey, I'm Jose. Uh, I'm from Simi Valley, California, and I'm living in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, so this is episode 21. Today we're talking about family, and we're joined by a very special guest today, Pim. Pim, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Pim. I'm from Bangkok, Thailand. I'm now living in Pleasanton, California. Oh, what a beautiful city that is. Uh, so Pim and I uh, met uh, when we were working for uh, an unnamed uh, Northern California utility as uh, consultants. Uh, I guess, uh, how long have we known each other? Maybe about a little, bit more, than, a little yeah. bit more than a year, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, today uh, we're going to discuss a little bit with Pim about family and, um, you know, some differences between especially what families in Southeast Asia and in the United States. Um, and maybe Jose is going to chip in with what he's he's been experiencing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so Pim, um, you're dating someone, right? Uh, yeah. Where is he from? So he's from uh, a suburb of Detroit in uh, Michigan. Um, yeah. Okay, so maybe a few cultural differences there, would you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so as, as you mentioned, I'm from Southeast Asia. And his family is like, um, like Irish Catholic background. So nothing in common, really. So how was that the first time you met them then? Was that a little bit of a rough experience or? Not really. Uh, it went like really well. It went much better than I expected. Or maybe my expectation was really low. I'm, I, oh, okay. I, I was, so I, I wanted to tell you a little bit about this first. So um, I grew up, I grew up with uh, like a kind of an ex- extended family. My parents kind of moved out when they got married. But then when my mom got pregnant with me, I'm the only child. Uh, her mom, my grandma, uh, retired herself uh, from a family business and moved in with us. To mm. um, and then a little a little bit after that, her husband moved in with us too so we become like a extended family for me i guess so both my parents are working uh full time so mm-hmm. i mainly grew up with with my grandma um mm-hmm. so um i want to tell you about like her in-law like experience that's like the the main in-law experience i hear about because she has like strong opinions about this she didn't like her experience with her in-laws uh, mm. because they see her as like a more of like a like marrying down like type of thing like she wasn't you know she, she wasn't from like a wealthy background and her husband's family is more of a you know like more middle class and they didn't see her as like a you know addition to the family so mm. her life was hell with her with her you know mother-in-law so whenever she got pregnant Mm. And she knows that it was the girl. She would go to a shrine and mm. pray that this girl would not get married. Mm. Oh, yeah. wow. She, she, she okay. that much. 
so she's she apparently didn't work my mom had me she got married <laughs> my aunt got married she had her kid uh so um and so yeah so in my head like you know meeting in-laws are like scary are like you know can't be well Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, <laughs> Robin sounds like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say too much about that, but yeah, I have yeah. been through the wait, experience. Wait, 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 wait. So, Pim, just just to clarify, you are you are from Thai Thai background, correct? Yes, I'm from uh, like you know, really normal Thai home mm-hmm. in Bangkok. So we're like urban Thai, you know. Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know. How about, and Robin, uh, as far as your in-law experience, uh, you, you kind of skirted over that a bit. Would you like to expand uh, just a little bit? Um, I'm going to say no, but uh, <laughs> I would say that, uh, you know, my experience with that was that, uh, you know, perhaps the values of my former in-laws were quite different from from the values of my own family. And... You know, sometimes we didn't see eye to eye on things, and sometimes you know it was a little bit difficult to connect because of that. Oh, um, so, I mean, I I would I think when I talked to Pim about this before, I thought maybe that had been the case with her, but I think actually it went pretty well for her, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I mentioned, like my you know my my expectation going in is like really low and like this is going to be a disaster <laughs> it did not it went like really well they took me in like they embraced me they they want to know more about me they want to learn more about like you know where i'm from um and that was about like almost three years ago now yeah about three years ago now and, and uh, like, mm-hmm. what about on the flip side then because cullen met your mom, yeah. mom and dad right so what happened right. there? so he only met them once because you know we we, mo- we mostly live here in the states i took mm-hmm. him home once and um there's a lot of like struggle in you know communication i i have to be um the translator for everything mm-hmm. uh, and so they can you know develop like a close relationship especially it was just two 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 weeks visit so you mm-hmm. know nothing you know what i have with his family is nothing he has with my family at all mm-hmm. um so um but when i took him to see my dad my mom they all like kind of welcoming to him my grandma like you know the one that raised me especially she seems to like really love him mm-hmm. uh, i think though i think my dad have a feeling that like no one's ever good enough for me if that makes sense mm, like yeah. you know like which is not true <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's your dad right so that's how it goes yeah that's a really uh interesting point though the language barrier that uh prevents them from being as close as maybe they could be i mean i have my own experience when i go to akari's house for the holidays obviously both of her parents aren't fluent in english and it's very basic conversational English so I have to really pull my weight with using Japanese in that sense uh, and it's fine but you know we, we get along and it's good but obviously uh, you know because of the limitations of language there's some barriers there so that's probably what uh, you know your boyfriend experiences too right yeah yeah so one of the biggest 
like I, I don't know if it's the biggest thing but like one of the things that we remember from that trip was when my parents are trying to force feed him <laughs> they're like being <laughs> like so like a like a dinner table full of like Thai food yeah, yeah. Thai sweets fruits all kind of things that like ask him like try this try that have to try this and like he's like <laughs> <laughs> he has to keep eating things like he can't say no. <laughs> well, it sounds like he was a good boy then, if he kept saying yes. <laughs> and, and like, there's another time that we took him to uh, like a Thai cap, old Thai capital. So it's kind of like a historic park of like a place where it used to be our uh, our cap capital city, right? Mm. And like, it's kind of like a thing for when when tourists goes there to you know dress up in like you know historic you know kind of like garbs and stuff and inside i didn't know this and i asked him later he, he said that inside when all of us saying like we gotta get dressed up um he was saying that he was afraid that if he posted online people will be like cultural appropriation but, uh, well that's another yeah yeah but he also said that he can't say no he <laughs> just have to go with it of course a little bit of a, a dilemma there right yeah um so before we before uh you send me a few a few points that you think were really uh big differences in the family so let's start with the first one uh holidays and celebrations you said were quite different so uh, how does that how does that play out especially during the holiday season right now right so um my family usually don't celebrate anything it's not our belief system it's not thing it's, it's there's no real reason behind it we just don't do things like we don't really celebrate birthday we would just say like hey happy birthday no gift no cake nothing um uh yeah while like for his family it's like the opposite it's like it's huge there's like huge pile of gifts there has to be like you know balloons there's cakes there's dinner everyone has to come that kind of thing and also like for holidays too like uh obviously thailand is a buddhist country so we don't really celebrate like um christmas right before let's say like when if i try to bring biggest like um holiday in thailand we also don't do anything that people do like other people would do things go to temple go you know yeah. you know celebrate this do that go meet uh, their extended family. My family just watch HBO at home. Yeah. Don't do anything. And like his family's the opposite. Like they go all out. They have to do something. They have to watch shows together. Like all of the things that you have to do. Mm. Uh, so um, a lot of people would ask, like, is that what Thai people do? I'm like, so I would say, like, in average, like from from my experience, I think in general Thai people tend to like not. Celebrate as much mm. uh, birthday or anything, you know, as people in the states. But like, also my family take it too far too. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like it could be a little bit overwhelming then, if you're not used to that, and then suddenly everybody's, you know, there's tinsel everywhere, and there are a hundred gifts under the tree, and the mum's calling you into the kitchen to baste the turkey. Yeah, seriously, mm. like so. I kind of enjoy it, but also like it's exhausting to me. Like mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how to buy gifts. Like they're like his parents, they they're great at buying gifts. Like 
Mm. All of like most of his gifts, like ninety percent of the gifts they give me, I love and I use every day. Like I use every day. That's crazy. Like it becomes like a part of my life. While like I never buy gifts for anyone. No one ever buys mm. gifts for me. Like it's just like I I don't know how to buy gifts for people. Like let mm. alone good gifts. <laughs> so Jose, what should uh, Pim buy for a couple of middle-aged Americans? <laughs> that's a good question. I, I'm I'm not sure. But I really understand where uh, where Pim is coming from. I feel like a lot of this is really connected to uh, kind of an immigrant mentality. It's a typical immigrant experience when when people come over. I guess her mindset is just uh, you know I don't know your parents' situation, Pim, but I think a lot of immigrants' mindset is just succeed, uh, you know, save money, uh, you know, put her kids in a good school, give them a good education, give them a good chance. And kind of really focus on on these things as core values, right? And uh, maybe for more established generational American families that have been here for generations, uh, yeah, obviously those things might be important, but it's not at the forefront of their core. More more things like happiness and uh, understand yourself and uh, you know be free and you know all these other things that come. These things you can kind of like develop and think deeply deeply about once you're secure, right? But for immigrants family, the first thing is we got to get secure and we have to secure the next generation and uh, financially and educationally. So I, I think this is a big, a big thing that uh, really separates uh, these two experiences. Of course, there's a difference between Thai background and American background, too. But I think but, but uh, Jose, maybe we should clarify. Pim's parents still live in Thailand, right? Oh, OK. okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all like still in Bangkok now. They, oh, they okay. don't want to go anywhere, not even travel. They're, they don't do anything, I'm telling you. Oh, wow. OK, so that's totally, totally uh, different. No. Than, yeah. What yeah. about what about your mom then, Jose? Did she have that kind of mentality like I think I think basically put, a, lot, a lot of immigrants do in uh, yeah for her like you know when I go to my friend's house it'd also be the same like wow they're going all out they have all these kinds of presents and you know wow their mom seems like twenty times nicer kind of kind of thing and you know like you know she's it just it would be different it would just be different different values because they're in a different uh maybe a different stage in in their uh. I don't know their experience in, in the United States. I guess it's it's just really different when you're an immigrant. I think so. Mm. And I, I want to mm, sorry. No, I just no, want no. to clarify a little bit that like I try to like compare my parents and like Colin's parents like head to head. I think like on paper they kind of are the same. They're like upper middle class, you know, professionals. Like sure. they're both like you know live in you know where they are. Like mm -hmm. like my parents in Thailand, my their their parents, his 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 parents in America for like the last two hundred years, right? They they live there, and then you know they they're pretty comfortable. They have you know country club membership type things. They go to gym, you know, like so, head to head. They're kind of the same, but like I think you know on paper they're kind of the same inside. They're like nothing. So what would you say are the biggest differences between, you know, obviously they're in their own countries, respective countries, they're of similar class, similar background, I guess, being professionals and upper, you know, middle class and all that. But what would you say are the biggest uh, differences in the core values of Thai people and the core values of, uh, I guess you could say, suburban Midwestern American people, I guess we could say. What, what do you think are some of the big differences in the core values? I I don't know if it's it's value. I think it's just like, 
society norm in their lives like you know like like in his neighborhood it might be normal for kids to have to go to all their you know friends uh, birthday parties since they grow up so like it becomes like a tradition for them while we just don't have that we just like sure we we're born nice okay so it's just different cultures though right yeah i think yeah there there i you know now that we have instagrams i do see friends like you know celebrate things on their instagrams to having you know balloons and stuff like that so those exist in thailand 100 percent. but mm. like i think it's just not our immediate circle mm. so what about uh in terms of how the family actually functions then mm. obviously most american not all of them but most americans and most West, well, most British people as well live in nuclear families, right? Um, but it sounds like, especially for you, that wasn't the case when you were growing up. Right. Um, so uh, my parents, they have their, you know, unit for a while. They they live together when they when they get married. But then my my grandma joined their family when my my mom was pregnant with me um and then her husband joined so it becomes like an extended family mm-hmm. for me <laughs> um and then uh so that's like the kind of household that i grew up in and we do travel to see my dad's side of family uh quite a bit like let's say like once a month who they they don't live too far away they're like an hour away so um not that far uh they don't live with us though while his family is kind of like his family is just them, like his mom, his dad, his siblings, and then others, other relatives are still in, in, in the same city, I guess, but like not as close-knitted as we are. Mm. I guess, but in my impression is that, uh, you know, what, what's that term, Robin? Filial piety, the like kind of Confucian belief of the very uh very asian societies like the you know we have to take care of the elders or it extends to the you know living with extended family because you know you need to care for them i think it's very different than american families where yeah it's a lot of nuclear family and uh but in i know in many asian countries it's very normal to have grandparents you know sometimes living with you so is that a kind of a culture probably exists in thailand i would guess right yeah 100 percent like um, one, so I was so surprised and scared yeah. that I learned that his, his, um, his grandma, mm. like, uh, his dad's side on, on his grandma's, his grandma on his dad's side yeah. lives alone in a huge house, like the mm. house that she raised, like, you know, his dad, his uncles in now, you know, the kids moved out, her husband passed away. She just lived in this like huge household for like six people alone. I was so scared. I'm like, what about, what if you fall? Like, you know, that's my first concern when I know that. And she's just like, I'm fine. <laughs> mm. I guess there's that trade-off, right? Like uh, people here, you know, she's in a little bit of a danger. She's in a little bit of danger if she's elderly, but people here value their independence so much that 100%. they take that risk, right? Yeah. And like, I want to tell you too, that like her house is huge, right? And it's yeah. so decorated. She's, she's into, you know, decorations and things like that. So one time I was saying that like, this place is huge. It's so decorated. You know, there's knickknacks everywhere. And like, I just asked her like, did you hire someone to clean this? 
and she's like she said so proudly that she did it all by herself and like mm. that's just not something i would think my my grandma would ever say she would be like yeah i have to do it on my own she was like <laughs> she did it all for herself you know if she has to do it all on her own while like his grandma is so proud that she you know still do all of this she can live alone she can you know still mm. drive uh while my grandma would feel like whole different thing if you know if we leave her on her own and she has to do this you know by herself mm. i don't know how i don't know how closely this this is related to the kind of multi-generational household but um you know something that i've really observed a lot especially with um you know a lot of the i've had a lot of thai students before and i've got a couple of other close friends who are thai um just like this unbelievable pressure to uh, um, follow what your parents say. And it's just like, mm. uh, it's just unthinkable to go against what, what they, what they want. Uh, is, is that how you feel about your family? <laughs> I felt it when I was in high school and then I kind of just like become a rebel. I think <laughs> <laughs> I consider my existence in America right now as something of a statement to my parents mm. and it, it sounds like they're not a hundred percent happy with them they're not they're a hundred percent not <laughs> they're trying to drag us there every day mm. they um so one time like uh i mentioned this a bit earlier but i guess we weren't recording that uh, my parents are building their uh, new like i guess compound like a comp mm -hmm. like big compound with like their house and like they wanted to make, you know, build our house as well. And then, you know, build a house for my dad's sister, my mom's sister, <laughs> her brother and things like that. So it becomes like a, like a compound for them to mm. hang out when they're older. Um, and then they asked me if they, if I want one and I said, no, and all hell broke loose. And then <laughs> they're like, and this is the first thing my mom say. And she, she's like, what about when you have kids? Like, who's going to raise your kid? And I'm like, First of all, I might not have kids. Second, me, <laughs> I raised my kids. <laughs> but like in her head, she thinks that she has to raise my kid if I have one. Mm. You know, like which is mm. like opposite of what like you know moms here would feel for you know, like grandmas here would feel. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like especially especially my mom would be like, I'm so excited to have a grandkid. I love the grandkid, but that's your responsibility. Don't, <laughs> don't put that on me. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. More of that communal, communal, like, uh, you know, raising a child as a whole extended family type of thing, I guess it's very yeah. different than the, than the West, obviously, but mm. I think you're really setting your boundaries. So it's important. Um, I, I would say, yeah, just keep setting your boundaries and, uh, you know, <laughs> it'll be tough, but if you set them now, your life, you know, as you want to live, it will go easier later, probably. Yeah, I'm saying it now that that boundary is drawn by my blood. But yes, <laughs> drawn. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Once you pop out a couple of little kitties, so you can let us know how it goes. <laughs> we gotta go back home. We need help. <laughs> uh, so let's let's come on to the third area that you mentioned. Um, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what you mentioned by this, but what you mean by this, but uh, you said that the kind of shared identity of family members would 
could you explain yeah. that a little bit? Yeah, I'm sorry. I might not have, you know, worded that like properly. Um, but like, I, I think this is something that I think people don't really talk about. And it's something that I just kind of like realize on my own too. So this year before we have this pandemic, uh, we went to Canada to meet, to, to, to attend our friend's wedding. Mm. So the, these, this couple is really, really nerdy. They met in uh, natural science uh, museum and oh. they're both into like, <laughs> yes. they're both into like dinosaurs. Like they, this is how much they are into it. They raise pet cockroach because you know, cockroach is a part, you know, it's, it's evolved from, from dinosaurs. So they are so into cockroach. Mm. So their their wedding has a lot of like, you know, dino theme and it's like small and quirky and cute. And like, so like I was telling Colin that there's no way that we can have this kind of wedding. Like no way. Like, and he was like, why? And I, I said that like, because this couple is showing their identity in the wedding. Mm. This is their wedding. While like, our wedding and we probably have two you know one in america one in thailand i know about the one in america but one in thailand we have to show the world that this is like what we are as like a like a my family's identity it's not for me mm-hmm. not for us it's it's for my dad for my mom it's for their friends to see for my grandma's friend to see mm. it can't be like a dino theme like So it's like for your parents, like, look, we succeeded. Now Pim's, we married her off. Uh, Job done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you know, like in Thailand, there's, there's such thing as dowry as well. Mm. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Robin had to pay it before he got married, right? (laughs) Only only metaphorically, but yeah. (laughs) So in uh, that is, you know, a lot of Western people would feel like, you know, they're buying the daughter from this family, right? But that's not how Thai people view it at all. They're seeing as like, this is a gift of like the man to give it to the woman's family to show their gratitude to the, to to how, you know, how good they raised their their daughter. Mm -hmm. So it's not about binding these two people together. It's about like, an extended like identity of the family and like you know like how good they are so that you know this woman gets you know to marry like a good guy who can you know give the you know this huge gift for her family and also like so this also i i don't really know about like dowry in my personal life i'm not into that i don't really care about it but i can see that when i read you know those like you know okay magazine you know hello magazine about like celebrities life mm-hmm. when they got married they would talk about dowry they would talk about how like you know how much this you know you know you know a list star gets like it's huge 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 it's like millions and millions of dollars so your, oh. your boyfriend pay a dowry or buy buy something that represents a dowry because i think a dowry is obviously it can be money but it could also be some like you know land or uh... (laughs) it's usually a a bunch of things it's usually not just like you know a bunch of cash it's like you know in in, it could be like house car a bunch of gold a bunch of money you know definitely like the 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 engagement ring would be like a part of that so that 
and like I kind of like kind of talk about this uh, with my boyfriend too, and he said that like in in Western culture, mm. like the dowry would just be the you know the diamond ring. So you know it's mm. kind of exists, but in in a different context, different thinking. But like you know, well, like, in in Western culture, it's the opposite, right? In Western culture, traditionally, the bride's family pays the dowry, and that really? tradition. Yeah, that tradition still exists in in the tradition of the bride's family paying for the wedding normally. Wow. Oh, um, bride's father. Yeah, the bride's father normally pays for. But, I, I mean, traditionally speaking, but yeah. In the past, the bride's family would pay a dowry, and the bride would move in mm-hmm. with the uh, groom's family. Whereas I believe most Asian, East Asian, Southeast Asian countries is the opposite, right? Mm. Oh, you don't know. Okay, that's okay. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know either. Sorry. Boyfriend pay a dowry. I think he has to, doesn't he? Yeah. Otherwise, all all hell's gonna break loose. I would not let him. I I Uh I would draw another line. My butt. (laughs) I don't think I want to see that scene playing out. So I'm just gonna. You gotta give give the family some like prime Bangkok real estate, <laughs> a couple of apartments, Lamborghini. So like, like cash. <laughs> I guess to go back a little bit of, to explain my point because I feel like it needs a little bit of explaining. A lot of what you do reflects back to your family. Uh-huh. So like mm-hmm. you know, it's not just mar- you know marriage, wedding. It's bigger than that, and I think it's also why. It's also why, like, parents, you know, Asians have this stereotype about, like, you know, pressuring their kids to be, you know, doctors and stuff. I think that's because it reflects well on the family. Mm. Yeah, of course. I think you. I think you see that in the West too, to a certain extent, but not. You know, it's not such a direct connection, right? I mean, the people are not necessarily going to blame the parents so directly if they're if the kids, you know, yeah. I'm trying to think of a diplomatic way of saying it. If the kid's a bit of a fuck up, then they're not going to blame the parents so much. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you say, like, these days, though, Robin, it seems like American society, at least, is getting a bit, <clears throat> I don't know, parenting and all those things are getting a bit soft on kids, though, about, you know, their direction and just letting them be or letting them do more, more than ever. Maybe I mean I've had some some conversations about with my own mother about that, and um, you know she was very liberal in that way, I suppose, in terms of just saying you know do what you want, yeah. uh, you know whatever makes you happy, and you know now I've said you know I've said to her maybe it would have been good to have a little bit more direction there, and um, yeah. So yeah, I'd say so. So uh, to finish off, Pim, why don't you tell us what? When you, if you do have your own family, do you think you're gonna go towards a more Thai style or more American style in your uh, family life? I think I might go more on. You know, it's definitely gonna be a mix, and I do like you know some parts of like Thai family like values, but also I I think I will be heavier on American side. Mm, mm, mm. So you think that might create a little bit of a healthier family environment doing it that way? I, you 
no. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just what I who I am really. You know, I I can't mm. go. You know what? I can't do what I don't like to mm. you know my own family, right? So it's it's not like you know, oh, this is healthier. It's better for for us. It's just like I don't like that. I'm not gonna do that. Mm. That makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What about uh, what about you and Akari, Jose? Are you uh, you gonna have a nice Japanese style family together? Uh, you know, I really think it just depends where where you are, where you uh, raise your kid, because at that point you have to adjust them culturally to where they are, right? So, like, obviously, yeah. if, you're, if you're having your family in Thailand, you know, then you better probably be a little bit more heavy on the Thai cultural side for your children. And uh, if you're gonna raise them in America, you know, obviously they're gonna go more American in their in their cultural, uh, you know, mindset. So. Mm-hmm. you just have to adjust to where you are just to make their life easier because for their day-to-day yeah it'll be that way i think so for me being in japan if i did have children probably they'd probably be a bit more japanese in their in their mindset just to function well and survive well in japan especially you know japan's such a rigid society that if they were very like americanized in their mindset they would definitely have a tough time i think so yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us today, Pim. Thank you. Uh, very, very enlightening. Uh, good luck with your uh, future marriage and uh, good luck to Cullen with the dowry situation. <laughs> um, just a quick shout out this week to Ben, who's uh, turning 16 years old this weekend. So uh, happy birthday to him. Big Ben, straight out of England. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ben. I don't know you, but happy to you. Uh, so thank you very much for everybody for listening. Of course, if you've got uh, questions or comments, you can uh, get in touch at uh, permanentlyres, that's R-E-S, at gmail.com. Uh, and thank you very much. Thank you. See you guys next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.